Jason Sebastian from the Metal Gods Meltdown. And today I'm joined by uh, Craig Schmore. It's great to be chatting this evening. First up, can you give me a very brief history of the band and what other names did you come up with before setting on the mystical hot chocolate endeavors? Absolutely. Yeah. So um, the mystical chocolate endeavors came uh, together as like a, a name that I I'd come, I'd made in uh, in high school, uh, ironically. I, uh, I had this death metal band um, that I was doing a bunch of stuff with. And and the one night I was just, you know, pissing around with a bunch of different, you know, band names and stuff like that. And I thought about the Misfile Chocolate Endeavors. And I kind of just sat in like a phone note for years and years and years. Right. Um, until I was kind of ready to get um, this project um, up and running um, when I went out to, to Boston uh, to go to music school. Um, and there I I'd started working on all of this um um, all this extra music that wasn't death metal. And I was like, well, I need a, a place to put all of this, you know? And and so that became the mystical hot chocolate endeavors. Uh, and then um, after I had like probably a full records worth of uh, music, um, I, I, I hit up my, my roommate slash buddy, uh, William Candelario. Uh, he's the, the drummer in the mystical hot chocolate endeavors. And I said, Hey man, um, I've got all these tunes and I'm not feeling I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like I want to have, you know, more places to do things. Would you be interested in, in you know, working on music with me? And uh-huh. he was totally in. And, and the rest is uh, a very slow moving history, but a, a, the history nonetheless, you know, it's we've uh, for a band that's te- technically been active since like 2017 ish, 16, 17. Um, it, it's, you know, between the pandemic, you know, kind of throwing a, a bit of a, wrenching the gears and you know all these other things but we're we're up and moving now we're uh got the the new record coming out i'm i'm stoked it's it's pretty great and then and not to uh, obviously not to leave out my other my other buds um trevor martin who plays uh uh guitar and keyboards uh live and then tyler novak who also plays bass and like uh sub keys live he's they're they're both just tremendous friends of mine that i met uh at berkeley um just some of my best friends that I'm very, very happy to be able to play music with. Brilliant. Well, I've had your album a very short while. I think it's awesome, mate. Um, it's a meaty morsel of many genres, isn't it? And moves yeah. swings, man. I love it. Um, Thank you, so man. The death metal bit then, is that from? Is that coming from, obviously, your background? Cause oh, God, yeah. Would you best describe a cult work without craftsman in four words? In four words? Um... Hmm. It's it's wide. It's wide. There's a there's a lot of reach. Um like balls out. Everything is like cranked to 10 at all times. Anyways, I can, you know, layer things and make things sound as, as glorious as possible. Uh, I've got a, a tremendous producer, um D- Daniel Farnsworth, that I've I've done my last like six albums with now <laughs> mystical to be coming out for like the next 10 years or so man it's it's right. we're we're ready but um you know he he and myself both are just like really big um audio nerds and we love throwing on headphones and get swirling stereo effects and all that thing you know to to allow for like that super immersive experience and um we just have such a good time with that you know that it's you know i get things big um let's think uh socially conscious i guess would be one um i tend to uh push oh i guess that's two words but we're gonna use one describing <laughs> um just just uh, i like to push uh, uh 
I don't want to say make people uncomfortable, but it's just like some things just need to be out in the open. And I know there's a lot of different ways that a lot of different bands and artists will choose, you know, what's right about and how. But like I've I've always kind of just been one of those people that it's like, well, if we can if we can put uncomfortable things in front of people, make them learn, make them understand, like then suddenly there's more awareness and there's more, you know, respect for, you know, situations, you know, uh, stuff like the um the sorry music video we had we had released uh, a few months back where you know sorry kind of has this very large um uh, focus on uh domestic abuse and and rather than kind of being um a bit more reserved with that i wanted to be very on the nose with it you know in the video is just you know make people see this for what it is so it's like you know the next time you hear about your your you know your bud or your your chick or whatever that's like going through some shit with like you know some fucking asshole it's like well this is this this may very well be going down and you know let's let's you know let's take the time to to be aware of this and and help those you know help those in need be be the better person yeah um and then i guess lastly just fun like we're just we're in this for fun man we just want to have a good time make a bunch of music you know it's yeah. it's it is all about the music right i we we we're not particularly good at social media or any of those other things that I, I know a lot of people care about and it's very important. And I recognize that yeah. we just we play music, man. We just want to have a good time. Brilliant. Um, out, of, out of sight, out of mind is my favorite today on the album, which would you say, which awesome. would you say is yours today and why? They're all be yours. All right. All right. Well, thank, thank you very much. Uh, out of sight, out of mind was, was one of those tunes that I, I was like, we need to we need to go like somewhat new metally, somewhat proggy, somewhat you know. I, I dude, I love that song. Um, I uh, can't wait to play it live at some point, hopefully too. Um, I would say my favorite song up to this point is probably. Hmm, Present but not here. Oh. Uh. Yeah, that was that was a really big one. And that that's actually one of the oldest songs on that album. Like I had started that tune like a long, long time ago. Um, and I and I kind of slowly been building it up to to that finished one. Um, I think it's a, a, a very good representation of all of the genre hopping that this band likes to do, you know, between songs or within the songs. Yeah. Um, there's that really rad clapping thing at the end of the song that yeah. uh, that was uh, me and Will in the studio when we were doing drums right. uh, did that. Yeah, yeah, it was it was just a good time, and I, I love that song for a, for a lot of reasons. Plus, I'm I'm always um I'm always trying to find little ways to throw like uh, kitty. Uh, <laughs> I, I love it, I love it. Um, but I'm always trying to find little ways to throw little um like like uh quotes or lines from you know some of my favorite art, you know, be it you know movies, television, or video games. And uh, the chorus of that song actually references like this this dark souls video game that I've been playing for, you know, friggin' ever, uh, right. in the chorus. Yeah. But no, nah, man, I, I love that tune. I, I mean, I love all that music of it yeah. a lot, but that song specifically, like it, it rings a certain, you know, it, it resonates with me in a, in a particular way. I'm a big fan of um, artwork and yours is awesome. Do you plan to have that frame at your home at some stage or even behind you I, on the wall? <laughs> yeah, I, I wish, man. I, I, uh, I, I um this was the first one uh, the clock record that I, I've been working with this artist now for the last four or five records now uh, Landon Richmond he's this uh, bo uh Boston-based artist he kind of like I um I met him out there in Boston when I went out to school 
uh, just right on Newberry Street. He used to have this amazing little shop. Uh, we went in like my first week being in Boston and I just loved his like dark kind of Tim Burton-esque, like it's cute, but it's dark, but it's kind of, you know, fun and, and different. Um, and he had done like a bunch of stuff and, and the clock record was actually the first one I didn't get a, like a physical, like a physical thing from. He had, he had hand, like hand, like done all like the, um, the humanistic perspective record and then the couple of, uh, stuff he had done for my other death metal band. Um, and like, this was the first one I didn't get something. So I'm going to have to see if I can get like a good print of it. Absolutely, mate. Yeah, it's brilliant. I love it. Um, Okay, then. So can you give me three bands or singers? Sorry, start again. Can you give me three bands that have influenced your journey as a musician? Oh, God. Yeah. Um, I would say Nine Inch Nails would be probably one of the, the bigger ones. That was that was like that was like a big eye-opening experience to the idea that things can be can be dark and, and brutal, but also retain a lot of melody and a lot of delicacies, dynamics, you know, stuff like that, that I, I think a lot of heavy bands take for granted some, sometimes, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, Failure. Uh, Failure is one of my all-time favorite bands. Um, I, I think in regards to like creating like big concept albums and, and, and stuff like that, they kind of killed it and then they went away because of the drugs but they're back now so we all get to be excited about that yeah um and then probably like okay the prog rock band that kind of opened my eyes to like everything and and all of it uh genesis those okay. early genesis records man uh, uh selling in by, by the pound uh uh Foxtrot, uh uh what am i forgetting right now? nursery crimes uh i mean it's just it's all it's all just in my opinion, my favorite kind of prog is is nothing's particularly overwhelming in like a musical sense, but the dynamics and the sound structures, they just take you to places, you know, and that's that's kind of the, the shit that I, I just love the most. So, yeah, that, that'd be the big three. Right. Well, your album kind of does that as well, doesn't it? Your new album takes you to places. It's like a journey. I love it. It's brilliant. Thanks, um, so would you be having an album release party and because you're based in the States, do you plan to do any live streaming of shows, anything like that? Um, there won't be an album release show. Uh, it, Mystical is a bit of a weird one because the, uh, the, the, the members of the band, the members of the live band, I should say specifically, were all over the place. So I'm, I'm here in you know Chicago where the bassist is in Toronto, uh, the drummers in Puerto Rico and the uh, other guitarists in Colorado, you know, or he'll be back to Houston soon enough. But um, it's it's kind of one of those things where we we when we get together, it's to tour. You know, it's it's mostly to tour and to you know kind of crank that out. Um, that being said, there will be touring uh, uh, fairly soon. Um, uh, I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. September. We're gonna be touring in September. Uh, it's it's gonna, only gonna be here in the states uh, for right now. Um, right. I, I don't know how we'd be able to like the, the streaming shows and, and stuff like that. Don't don't get me wrong, like really amazing stuff. I've seen some great, you know, bands doing that kind of thing. I just don't know how to wrap my head around that technology at, at this time, you know. But if, yeah. if if we get hooked up with anybody that does know how to pull that off, like we would love to. You know, we've got we've got a brand new live show that we're gonna be starting this year, you know, with a bunch of the new album music and stuff like that. And we we, we would love that. Of course, some of your songs are like well over like the seven minute mark, aren't they? 
how difficult yeah. is he going to choose which songs to play? I mean, can he just not just play the whole album? <laughs> yeah, and it, it it would be it would be amazing. I you know some of those longer songs, I've got to be a bit careful with you know what I'm telling you know the guys like oh we're gonna learn you know X song for this tour, and it's like oh fuck we just took on a nine and a half minute commitment you know so it's 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 always a little it's always a little different you know cool all right yeah. so next one then. if there's a rock song about yourself what would it be called actually a death metal song about yourself what would it be called Ooh, a death metal song about myself um fuck. uh <laughs> uh 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 murdering my self-doubt <laughs> cool love it they're murdering my self-doubt there we go just just love kill it. that bastard yeah <laughs> <laughs> love it man love it all right so next one and can you tell us why we should check out the mystical hot chocolate endeavors absolutely yeah um i i would say uh to anybody for any you know music lover people that are just into a wide variety of things you know we're kind of sort of the band that's made to to just say, you know, fuck gatekeeping, you know, fuck, you know, holding back. Like, we just want to play music. We want to play heavy music. We want to play melodic music. We want to play, you know, atmospheric dreams, you know, escape shit. Yeah. It's like we just we want to be a band that's intention is to find a way to entertain as many people as we can without selling out. I, I, you know, I, again, I'm not really sure what the hell that even means at this point anymore, you know, but it's just like, we, we just want to be the band that people can enjoy. And, and I, I hope that when people can listen through um, the clock record, there's going to be something for everybody, you know, the, the, the out of sight, out of mind, super heavy, you know, the, how much longer, you know, fans of that like late nineties, early two thousands post grunge shit. Yeah. Uh, um eye to eye people that are like into more you know the cure depeche mode tears for fears you know it i i want to we we want to deliver on everything you know so yeah cool so finally then last five this fast five questions so try not to think too much first the first first one is favorite singer oh um trent reznor favorite album Oh, uh, mixed between the fragile sides A and B or uh, uh, Fantastic Planet by Failure. Right. Favorite drink? Ooh, uh, uh, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a mule guy. I love I love mules of all varieties. Right. Okay. Um, favorite food? Um, a chicago diner it's a vegan food but i promise it tastes good cool actually vegan food does taste good but girlfriend's ukrainian that's all she eats is vegan food so it's all good oh cool yeah, yeah, yeah man yeah. Next, it is um favorite inspiration oh um going to shows i think i think more people in bands that are not going to enough shows tend to be less inspired see as much live music as you can it's 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 the best i've probably been to well over a couple thousand shows in my 28 years of existence well i'm, I'm sure that math doesn't add up but 
I've been to a lot of shows and every time it's just, it's, it's the best. It always gets me going. Uh, tonight I'm going to see my bosses, a perfect circle cover band uh, okay. here. Yeah. And jo Joliet. Um, but uh, yeah, just go see live music. Biggest inspiration. Awesome, mate. I want to thank you so much for your time tonight. Do you have any final words for your back, your fans, our viewers and listeners? Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, well, thank you very much for for inviting me, first and foremost. Uh, thank you very much to anybody for for watching and listening. Um, and that uh, A Clock Without a Craftsman is going to be out on uh, August 11th, uh, 2023. Uh, please check it out. If y'all wouldn't mind, that'd be super sick. Just another chance to let you down another
always right.